This is Healing Through Love. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Healing Through Love. My name is Olivia Luna, and I'm just a 32-year-old single woman who has never been in love before. And this podcast is my journey to find a healthy, healing, long-term monogamous relationship. Um, So I thought today I would give you guys another update on my love life, um, the matchmaking journey, where I'm at today, what I'm doing today, all the things. Um, I have officially finished my program with the matchmaking service. Um, I did a three-month program, and so that's kind of come to an end. So, And I I did receive permission from them to use their name, let you guys know what they're about. Um, So I'll be, you know, kind of diving into that a little bit. But I also really want to spend a lot of time talking about the, I guess, lessons or in takeaways that I've had from this experience, um, from, you know, the dates that I've had, the connections that I've made, the connections I've had to, you know, kind of close, um, all those things. And, you know, just sort of, again, bringing it, as always, back to myself. This is not to, like, shit talk or anything like that. Um, I want to try to make this as close to, you know, my experience as possible. Um, but, uh, yeah, excited to just kind of share and <laughs> word vomit all into the mic about what's going on. So, um, but before I do that, as a friendly reminder, if you are loving this podcast, please consider giving a five-star rating and, uh, leave me a review. Let me know how, how this has been for you. Um, also, uh, reach out, slide into my DMs, hit us up at solidarity underscore media. Um, those of you who follow my personal page, you can also feel free to slide in there too. I run both, so I'm going to, I'll see either one, but also you can head to solidaritymediaproductions.com as well. Um, and send me an email, send me a voicemail, you know, let me hear about, I don't know, your best date, worst date, your love life experience, like anything that you want to share. You want to cuss me out. You want to tell me how wrong I am. I don't care. Send it to me, let me know, um, and uh, happy to kind of make this podcast a space where folks can, you know, really feel like they can share um, their insight. Um, I, uh, for those of you ha- who have been reaching out in terms of the financial um, support that, um, you know, I was offering in earlier episodes, um, I had to put a pause on that for a little bit. I will be, again, accepting donations. Um, I'm not, I don't think I'm going to be moving to any sort of subscriber um, situation like anytime soon. The goal, I think, is to get to 50 episodes and just sort of see where my life is at that point. Um, and so I have a lot of, lot of great talks coming up. I've had some incredible guests on before, so please go back and listen to, you know, everybody that I've, I've spoken to, but there's still some more great talks to come. Um, I'm still going to be continuing to sort of talk through certain, uh, issues or experiences or parts of my love life that I want to dive into further with you guys. So yeah, this is this train will uh, will go at least until 50 episodes. So please enjoy freely share about it. Um, make sure you're following the podcast if you're not already and hit the bell so you can get notified too so you don't miss out on all of these wonderful drops. We are on all platforms wherever you can get your podcast so you can follow us on on 
all the all the sites. Um, also, as always, if you are listening to this podcast on Spotify, we have polls and questions at the bottom of each episode. Um, I do think I am going to do an episode where I kind of look back and read some of the things that you guys have like voted on in terms of polls and stuff. Um, so if last chance, get your get your, you know, poll votes in, send me your questions, all of those things, send me your in comments. Um, and uh, yeah, happy to just kind of like just have a moment with you all and like maybe like a special, I don't know, listener episode. Maybe I'll do another live. I don't know, but we'll have fun. We all, we just have fun here. All right. So now that that's done, let's get into this, uh, where I'm at, right? This update. Uh, so as I shared, the matchmaking program was called three day rule. Um, and I actually, I'm not certain why it's called that. I, I think it has something to do with the dating myth or maybe the dating tip that you should wait three days before contacting somebody after a first date. Um, I, I think that might be why it's called that. They're also, you know, they're big on like debunking a lot of myths as well too. So that could very well be why it's called that. But check them out, Three Day Rule. You can head to their Instagram, head to threedayrule.com. Um, you can learn more about, you know, everything, their services. You, if you're interested in matchmaking, um, you know, you can check out what they uh, what they have to offer. Um, in Overall, in general, I think it was a very great experience for me. Um, just a wonderful kind of learning opportunity. Um, I did have like some of the best, like healthiest dates I've had in a while, which was nice. Um, and I was also like heavily supported throughout the process. So with my program, Again, I did the three month one. Um, it came with a guaranteed like three matches or three dates. Um, and then a, a professional matchmaker as well as a um, certified uh, dating and relationship coach. Um, and both of them have just been just like wonderful in terms of like sitting down, talking with me about my experience, really anything and everything that I wanted to talk about in dating and relationships. Um, I could I could schedule a time to like meet with them and kind of do a deep dive, um, which was great. It was like, you know, therapy for my love life, you know, which was definitely needed. And so, yeah, I think, um, you know, one thing I didn't realize is that like, even though I'm paying for the services, my matches aren't necessarily paying for it. Um, they were just kind of part of like, you know, the, the database, I guess, of potential matches for matchmakers. Um, so, you know, we didn't really go too much into that process of like how she sort of finds them, but it was more so um, talking with me, sitting down with me, hearing all of my preferences, um, which I lay out in earlier episodes. So make sure you go back and listen to that. But as I think about it now, I do wish that I had really taken more time to flush out those preferences for myself, especially around like deal breakers and core values or, you know, turnoffs, things like that. I, I think I was, I think I had gotten pretty clear at that point, but, um, uh, now looking back, I realized there were probably things that I should have included in that list. Um, maybe some things that weren't really all that important to me. Uh, um, but that's also part of the dating process, right? It's like you learn, you know, with each connection that you sort of make, you get clearer and clearer about what it is that you you want or don't want or things that you're okay with versus hard, hard deal breakers, right? So, um, 
you know, that's a little thing of me just like, oh, I wish if I could go back in time, I would have made sure to put this on the list. But um, I am glad that, you know, it did, did still provide me a ton of clarity after the fact. So, yeah, so they they sat with me, um, you know, learned about my preferences. I got some great matches. Um, you know, I'm not going to spend too much time on, you know, each one. Um, there's just sort of one connection in particular that was probably the longest that I'll, you know, sort of dive into a little further. Um, but the other two, again, lovely, wonderful individuals. They were definitely matches, like all of my matches felt, you know, they were different, but they were also very similar in terms of what I needed, you know, what the matchmaker felt like I needed um, in a partner, um, right? So very much uh, self-reflective individuals um, like myself, you know, not a one of them even had a podcast, right? Where he's like self-reflecting on things. Um, but yeah, also, you know, artistic or creative in some way, um, very confident and secure, you know, kind of energy wise. Um, so yeah, I could definitely see why I was matched with a lot of with all of my all of my matches, um, but uh, within but within each, you know, there were differences, right? There were there was different levels of physical connection, emotional connection, you know, lifestyle connection, all these things um, that just sort of helped me determine who would be the better fit. And so I did end up like having a more kind of long longer term um, connection with um, one of the matches, and. It was a lovely two months or so that we dated, um, but unfortunately, we have decided, you know, kind of almost really recently, um, that we're we might be better fit as friends. So, let me go into why. So, I think early on, um, when you're dating, the energetically, right? Like, you want to kind of keep things light. You want to have fun. You don't want to like put all your shit on the front steps, like right out, right out the gate. Um, it's really, it's a, it was, it felt like a nice slow burn with everyone that I dated during this time. Um, but also because I was being very conscious of, you know, not getting overly attached. That was kind of like the work that I was doing is like, okay, I'm definitely going to, I'm definitely going to put any kind of like you know, physical connection to the side because that's the first thing that's going to get me freaking overly anxiously attached is if I have sex with someone too early and then, you know, I, I fall in love with them. Like, that's not healthy. Um, but then also really checking in with myself throughout and like, do I feel safe? Do I feel like I can share with this person? Be honest when a, when a, a need I have comes up, am I expressing that or am I like, Am I hiding it? Am I masking it? Um, and I think I, I feel like I've done a really good job or much better job than previous um, relationships of like doing all of those things, of honoring my needs, um, being expressive, being, you know, not being afraid to, to share my emotions um, and, uh, and, and trying my best to stay true to who I was. And I think what I really liked about this match was that he was similar and that he was very true to, you know, who he was, um, confident in himself and, and just very good at like processing, um, through his own emotions, which was great. Um, however, though, when you're creating a relationship with someone, 
like I said, there are different connection points that kind of make up the foundation of a relationship, right? So physical connection, mental connection, emotional connection, right? Maybe maybe spiritual, right? Like all of these different um, connection points that kind of keep the relationship flowing and growing and evolving, right? Um, so after after about a month or so, it started to kind of become clear to me at least that there was a lot of things that we were very, very different on. Um, in terms of like our lifestyle, that was like the biggest thing. You know, we lived very different lives, you know, for two people who were ambitious, go-getters, you know, living in New York, like trying to be successful, how we went about that and just sort of how we, you know, even just unwind and have a good time or whatever, is very different from one another. Um, you know, I'm a morning person. I I like to go to bed early. I have my dog. I I like nice meals and I'm a foodie, right? Like going to, you know, nice restaurants, um, certain shows, certain music, like all of these things, I just felt we didn't really match on. And so it was hard to find something to bond over to keep us like connected in terms of that lifestyle connection, right? Additionally, I think because our experiences just felt so different, it was also really hard for us to empathize with one another or to just be able to come to like some common understanding about what the other person is experiencing because it just, it just seems so different. Um, and empathy also was kind of a struggle because the emotional connection was really, really hard for us to develop. Um, I think, I think he was definitely better at processing his own emotions for himself than I was. Um, but I was definitely better at making space and being able to empathize with other people's emotions than I think he was. Maybe we saw that within each other as an opportunity to kind of learn from one another and like, you know, really like get some insight on, you know, how to, how to better achieve those parts of ourselves that, you know, we see in the other person, but we also feel is lacking within us. But it's also really hard to teach someone how to do that if it's something that they've never ever done before or they've never really tried to experience. Ideally in a relationship, you're not spending a bunch of time teaching somebody this thing that you really need. You definitely wanna teach people how to love you, but if it's clear that the desire to practice that just isn't really there, if I'm not making a habit of practicing that in my daily life you know, with strangers, like why would I do that within a relationship all of a sudden? And I think there was there was a difference in opinion of like, well, you know, for him, a relationship was a stronger investment. So he's willing to invest more into working on things there. Um, but for me, I wanted to be able to hone this muscle of maintaining my emotions in any environment, in any circumstance. It's kind of like learning a new language, right? Like you don't just go and speak a language only when you're in this one place. If you really wanna learn it, you, you, you try to speak it in all parts of your life, like every day to day, you fully immerse in it. And so it was the same thing for me. It's like, if I want to be more in control of my emotions, express myself a little bit more clearly and, you know, not so reactive to things. Um, I have to practice that every day in every interaction. Um, I think it was the same for him, but, you know, I, I don't know that he was really able to do that. 
So there was this struggle to have that emotional connection. Physical connection, I had put on the back burner, right? I put that totally on the back burner because again, for me, the physical connection is definitely the easiest connection to make with the person, but it's also the weakest in the foundation, right? So if like, if, if, if you're not connecting on anything else, but on the physical level, it ain't gonna last. Like it's a situationship, right? It's a fuck buddy. It's, it's just a good time. Like the second emotions or anything else kind of gets involved, the physical is just not enough to get past that, right? Um, so I knew that like it would come eventually, um, it, and it did, it did eventually start to develop between us. Um, but for that, for a good chunk of time, I had kind of set it to side. And I think now looking back on it, like maybe the physical connection was a little bit more important to him in terms of being able to develop that emotional connection to, or, you know, being, feeling safer or more secure with me to share certain things with me. Um, because that was a big part of his love language was touch and, and being physical with one another. Um, and so I, I know that I don't think I was offering him, um, the, the love that he was needed in that form just because I knew what it was going to do to me. Right. So that was another kind of disconnect between us. Um, the one area where I think we really did connect on the most was like our mental kind of cognitive connection. I felt like um, we think very similarly, right? Like um, I'm an overthinker, I'm I'm a planner. Um, you know, he likes to ask a lot of questions and um, we're very much problem solvers, right? People who can just like figure it out. Like we're gonna, we're gonna go, we're gonna be the problem solver, be the hero, right? I often called myself like the, the Catwoman to his Batman or I don't know, Wonder Woman to his Superman, things like that, right? Like the, this kind of hero kind of mindset of just like, we'll be the ones to, to solve the problem. Um, and that was kind of refreshing too, in a lot of ways for me, because then I, I definitely felt like I didn't have to be the one to solve all the things, right? Like we could do it together and he could support me. And, and that was really nice. And there was a lot of, a lot of times where he provided me so much reassurance in, um, helping me out with things. Right. I think I learned that acts of service is actually a really big love language of me, right? When I don't have to worry so much about doing all the things and someone can just sort of like help me in whatever it is that I'm trying to achieve. Um, that just provides me like just so much like comfort and peace and, you know, peace is the ultimate goal of like my, my life and of my relationships too. So, um, that was really nice to be able to bond over, However, when the mental connection is maybe disrupted by differences in opinions or beliefs, um, particularly when it comes to core values, that that's when all the other kind of connection points have to be strong enough in order for you to kind of get through it, right? No one connection point can just stand alone as the one thing that you guys connect over. You have to be able to have like, you know, a robust, diverse thing. And unfortunately, I just, yeah, I don't think we were able to develop those other areas strong enough. Um, and so when we did have a big argument and conflict over, you know, core values, things that, you know, we firmly believe in, um, 
as you all know, like I have a, I have a production company. It's called Solidarity Media. I stand in solidarity with a lot of groups. I'm an, I try to be an advocate and an ally for, you know, social justice issues. Right. So it's, it, it can be, you can look at my freaking Instagram, my, my, my online presence and know what I'm about. Right. Like I'm very much um, passionate about, you know, these issues. It's, it's the, the hero in me, I guess. But, um, in either case, these are things that are important to me. And so anything that goes against that or is maybe not totally in line with that, um, is kind of a deal breaker for me. Right. Or it's, it's definitely conversations that require a level of empathy and care and consideration that I just don't think, like I said, we were really able to have with one another, unfortunately. Um, and it's not its not any knock against him or me. Like I definitely take accountability for the fact that, you know, maybe I didn't make, um, do enough to make him feel safe in expressing himself fully or, or you know, showing, showing these things to me earlier on in the relationship so then I could really know. Ultimately, you are who you are. Um, it might be a timing thing where right now we're just not in a place to be able to see eye, eye to eye on certain things. Um, and I, I, leave, I definitely want to leave the door open for continued conversation and connection. I can't sit here and, you know, call myself an open minded person and I'm closing the door on somebody that, you know, I don't I don't. I don't agree with, right? Um, so I definitely want to keep the the line open for conversation. But in terms of developing a romantic connection, I needed those other areas to be strong enough to know that this is something I, I can still pursue romantically. Otherwise, if it's just this, you know, mental connection, I think we'd be better off as, you know, as friends, as colleagues, as people who, you know, just kind of think similarly. Um, but the person that I date and I have a romantic connection with, really it was that emotion, that emotional connection that is so important to me. Um, I mean, you guys have heard me in this podcast, like bawling my eyes out, like I'm a water sign, like we're very, I'm an emotional creature. And it's, it was, it was difficult being in a relationship with someone who was uncomfortable with those things, with me expressing that, um, not to any fault of his own, but more so maybe, maybe his upbringing, but maybe a person like me just hasn't really existed in his experience yet. So I am glad though, that, um, we did meet and, you know, we'll see if we continue to just stay in communication. Um, but in general, I feel like I learned so, so much about myself in terms of those things that I, I do really need and I'm looking for. Um, and even though there's the anxiety of like, <laughs> you know, still being single, still, still on this journey, this is, this is the process, right? Like, this is why we date to learn more about ourselves. I can't, I can't just go continue to go through this, you know, only with the end goal in mind. I have to stay open to, um, the continued growth and, insight that I can receive about myself um, through this. And hopefully along that way, you know, I'll meet someone that um, can support me in that process and is, is willing to do that work together with me. I think a lot of times I end up attracting relationships where, um, you know, I am, <sighs> I am admired for the work that I'm doing or, um, 
the effort that I'm putting into the self-growth, transformation, all of those things. But then I'm sort of left because, but then because of that, I'm sort of left on an island to resolve a lot of my thing, to resolve a lot of things on my own, right? Like, again, she's, she's the hero, right? She's, she's Wonder Woman. She can do anything. She's got this. She's great. I don't need to support her emotionally. I don't need to hold space for her. Like, that's her problem. She's got to figure it out. And it's not to say that anybody was that kind of cool about it, but that's essentially what they're saying to me. It's like, you know, they, like, they can't, they can't, they're choosing not to do this work together with me. Rather, let's do it separately on our own islands and then only get together when we're happy and we're fun. And that's, that's not a relationship, right? Like a healing relationship is someone who chooses to do the work together in a compassionate, you know, empathetic, loving, caring kind of way, as opposed to like critical or interrogating one another, right? It's, it's not about being right and, or fixing things, right? As much as I have that fixing mindset, it's not about fixing other people. It's not even about necessarily fixing myself. It's just about having that compassion and that, that care for all the parts of who I am and who this other person is. Ideally, we date so we can find someone who best gets us to that point, right? Like it's never gonna be perfect. Everybody's got their shit. And my matchmaker, she said this too, it's, it's about whose shit are you most willing to deal with, right? <laughs> like that's kind of the game of dating. Um, and so, yeah, I think I think with these past few matches, I've, I've that was sort of the crossroads for me. So where am I at now? I, um, I'm still open to dating. Um, it's about to be springtime, summertime here in New York City. And that, that season is just like one of my favorites. And I feel like just the most, I don't know, happiest. I'm going to be outside more. I get to be in the sun, hitting the beaches. And um, I think that's a big part just in terms of like my, uh, I don't know, ability to like really enjoy my life is like just having a season that you know lets me just really enjoy it so very excited for the summer to see what kind of opportunities come about um i did uh, for my uh, third match um we only made it to about we only did one date because i had already been developing a stronger connection with a previous match so um might end up revisiting that to see but otherwise you know i think i just want to like really continue on this process of getting clear and getting clearer and clearer and clearer about what I want and um, what I need and still being honest and open in, in the moments as feelings come up, not being afraid to express them, um, trying to be more open-minded to difference in opinions or opposite experiences, but always leading from a place of like consideration of care for myself, for the other person, for society, y'all, we are we are going through some some shit right now. Um, so really, if you're listening to this, I really encourage you to take care as well too. Um, you know, let's slow down a little bit. Let's let's it's springtime, right? It's renewal. It's it's refresh. So let's refresh ourselves, refresh our lives. I'm looking forward to doing that. Maybe doing like a deep 
spring cleaning. Um, I might be moving over the summer, might be getting a new job. So it's a very transitional time right now, um, which is which can be scary, but I'm optimistic about it because I feel like there's good things sort of on the horizon. So yeah, that's a little bit about my journey so far, where I'm at. Again, go and check out Three Day Rule if you feel like swiping on the apps and dating on your own has just been... <laughs> too torturous, like definitely, definitely get some help, right? Like it's the same thing if you were trying to lose weight, um, you'd hire a trainer, you'd get like a, a meal plan, you know, you do all of these, you'd make this investment um, to get the best results. So I definitely think like it, it is a big investment, but it's it's a worthwhile one because if even if you don't find, you know, the one at the end of the day, you do find a lot about of your, yourself that you can then go back into the dating pool with a little bit more of that clarity and just that, you know, that peace and that confidence of who you are. Yeah, that authentic peace that I've uh, I've talked about before, like being able to just have that within yourself. I think like that's been just a wonderful discovery. So thank you again, as always, for continuing to listen. I'm still going to be checking in with you guys and letting you know everything. Uh, but in the meantime, like I said, I'm going to have some great talks coming up. Message me with any other topics that you would like a deeper dive on. And as always, you can feel free to share, you know, what you're going through. Hit us up on social media at solidarity underscore media. And I will talk to you all very soon on another episode of Healing Through Love. Bye.